1: Good morning and welcome back to Intrepid Business. I am your host, Todd Schnick. Going to be a fun conversation, a really cool new book out that I'm anxious to talk about on the show today, and a cool lady who is the author of this and doing some interesting and amazing work. And so it's going to be a great conversation. It's one of those subjects about, I don't think, boy, well, there's a lot of ways I think you could classify this book and its message and its purpose. I almost hesitate to call the show Intrepid Business because I think uh, no matter what you are, who you are, and what you're doing, you could benefit from its message. And so for purposes of classification, we'll just say it's Intrepid Business. But it's going to be a great conversation. Joined today by Margaret Johnson. She is the president of Ideal Training and the author of a brand new book called From SOS to Wow. Margaret, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you very much, Todd.
1: Well, it's good to have you. I appreciate you uh, stopping by. I know you're awfully busy, so appreciate you uh, making the time to join us. Before we get into this cool new book, take a a quick minute and just tell us a bit about you, your background, and then uh, shed some light on the work that Ideal Training is doing.
2: Well, I am actually from Michigan, come from a large Catholic family, and was always a lover of math and science. So I got an engineering degree from Michigan State. And I always also loved the beach and the warmth and the heat. So after college, I headed south. I was looking at California and Texas and ended up with a power company in Texas. And I did engineering and engineering management. I got into technical sales after electricity deregulated and went off on my own and started teaching business classes and coaching and writing. And that's what Ideal Training is about, is my company, and in that I do technical uh, professionals and management level people. I coach them in their work environment. And I also teach business classes kind of on the soft skills side of how to deal with people and manage and connect in the work environment. And I also teach fitness classes as a hobby on the side.
1: Wow, I guess the easier question is, what don't you do? So so it's funny. <laughs> I don't you... eat coconut. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did the opposite thing that, that my wife and I did. Uh, you went from Michigan to the heat, and we lived in Atlanta for a long time and hated the heat, so we moved to Chicago. So we went on opposite tracks. So to each his own. So, all right, well, cool. Well, thank you for sharing a bit of your background there. All right, so the book, From SOS to Wow. So how would you describe that? If you, had a, if you were going to advise someone to go to a section in the bookstore to find it, I mean, where would they go? How would you, how would you, where would you position this?
2: I would position it in a self-help, even mm. though it does address a lot of business topics. So it could also be a business-related book. But I think it's probably going to be first found in the self-help section. It's a self-help guide to moving yourself to Wow.
1: Yep. So then this leads me to my next question, which is is a, a, a typical question I ask most of my guests because they've most of my guests have written a book on a subject matter that, say, if you were to go to Amazon and, and search for it, there would be perhaps thousands, if not tens of thousands of titles that are related to it. So why did the world need this take on self-help? Why do they need your vision, your ideas of how to do this style of personal development and personal growth?
2: I think a lot of people uh, approach a lot of those books with thinking, oh, this is the way I have to do it. And my book is more like a, a buffet where it's like, what part of this applies to me now? Maybe I need to follow it through from start to finish. Maybe I need to bounce around. So I think it addresses all of these types of things in a different way and allows the person to kind of customize what is is—is it that they're needing at that moment.
1: Isn't that part of the problem with all of this? I mean, all this thought leadership out there about how to be better in business and live a better life and, and have better relationships and better connection with people and to do better at this and to do better at that, they all, they all push, I should say they all, most people push a formula. This is what worked mm-hmm. for me, and thus I'm going to communicate, which is noble and honorable. I understand that. But we're humans. We are a complete and utter and total mess. <laughs> There's, we all have flaws. We all have things about our character and, and our style and our approach and our mental attitude towards life that just make us a jumbled mess we, there there can't be one way that it works for everyone. And part of the goal of this is to recognize that, yeah, you do have flaws and there's things you can do and there's mindset shifts you can make. And and this is, I think, another key message here is that this is an ongoing thing and that's okay, it should be. I mean, this you have to continue to kind of figure these things out and, and understand them and, and reflect on self and, and make adjustments for for a lifetime, yeah?
2: Yes, definitely. And that's why in the book – after you get to one wow, it's not, you're done. It's like, okay, well, where else would you like to kind of play and make a change and become, you know, move farther along to a wow in that area. So it's a continuous journey for our whole life. And also the point you brought up about, you know, there's not one way to do this and not only one right way or one formula. As a coach, that's what we work with clients on is figuring out what is their way they know and we help them figure that out and it's very individual there's if you pick up a book and try to follow it it might not resonate with you so you kind of have to play with that and see uh, what is it that works with you
1: sure absolutely all right so uh, what i think is important to establish at this moment is for those listening to understand there's there's a an idea behind what sos and what wow means in the book title from sos to wow so Walk us through what you mean. Let's start with, what do you mean by the SOS side of this thing?
2: Well, some people use swear word, but I don't. It's SOS is the same old stuff or the same old stuck, whether it's in your professional, your work environment, or whether it's in your personal with relationships or finance or health. It's that same old place that you find yourself back in. And a lot of times I think people can relate to the New Year's resolutions. If you looked at your list from last year, it's probably the same list. Right. That has been <laughs> been playing right. with for the last few years.
1: So we're all dealing with the same old shit, which is exactly mm-hmm. how I how I do it. The, I mean, Margaret, here's here's where I get. It's, it's probably not appropriate for me to say that I get frustrated when I talk to people, when I observe humanity, when I when I hear people such as yourself talking about their the work that they do and the people that they're serving and helping. and There's a lot of people dealing with a lot of the same things. They're dealing with the same struggles. They're hitting the same roadblocks. And, and I get, where I get frustrated is, look, there are a lot of people out there as generous with their care and compassion as a Margaret Johnson. There's a lot of thought leaders out there that are trying to communicate. There's a different way. There's a There's a strategy. There's an idea. There's a formula. There's a methodology. Whatever it is they're trying to espouse, to help people but yet I, there are tens if not hundreds of millions of people that are just dealing with the same old stuff and they're just falling in the same trap same rut how do we get here what what's happening what's going on in the workplace in our culture in society where all of these people are stuck in the same old way why is that even happening
2: I think it's natural, we just kind of uh, see certain things around us. We we see, oh gosh, we can't do that because of this and that, and we get kind of stuck and we don't believe anymore. There's actually a little exercise I have done at different levels from little kids in school to all the way up to adults when I've d- worked in business classes or career day, and it's a paper airplane exercise. And the game is two minutes, and you line up teams with different colored stacks of paper, And the goal is to get as many planes as you can into the the landing zone, and there's no other rules. And the little kids go wild. They are excited. They get creative. They wad up paper. They throw it. The teachers try to correct them. I tell them, let them go. And the adults are so rigid and and stuck and trying to teach everyone how to make a plane because that's the way they have to do it. So I really think it kind of just develops as we get older and have to follow rules and and follow certain things, we, we almost put ourselves in that place. So I, I really believe that part of it is getting ourselves back to that joyous, creative, you know, unbounded thinking that we had when we were younger because our society tends to make us fall into these boxes and rules and get in line kind of thing.
1: Boy, the way you walked us through how a child and an adult goes through that game, uh, it, it, it's, <laughs> it sums it all up. I mean, that is exactly it. And why... As I record this, Margaret, I am in my studio, which is on the 48th floor in a high-rise in Chicago, looking out at three or four dozen high-rise buildings full of middle management employees in a corporate (laughs) environment. That are all just trying to play these rigid rules, and they're just miserable and stuck, and they feel stifled, and they dread Monday mornings. They treasure Friday afternoons because they just they need to escape. It just makes me so sad. All right, well, we're going to begin to talk about how to break free and how to go from SOS to Wow when we come back from the break. So, Margaret Johnson and I will return after the short break. We'll be right back.
0: This episode is brought to you by the new international best-selling book, Leadership Rigor. This groundbreaking book will turn everything you think you know about leadership upside down. Leadership Rigor explores how to achieve breakthrough performance and productivity through leading yourself, leading teams, and leading at the organizational level. Author Erica Piedler outlines for her readers how to become change-ready leaders. Change-ready leaders are capable of embracing challenges with agility and optimism because they have the tools, models, and language to assess, structure and facilitate solutions leadership is a skill that can be learned and practiced take the rigor challenge and ask yourself do you want to lead mindfully and skillfully or do you want to subject your teams and organizations to your unstructured thoughts and approaches the choice is yours will you rigor it you can purchase leadership rigor on amazon or by visiting ericpeedler.com
1: all right We are back with Margaret Johnson, the author of a new book called From SOS to Wow. So, all right. So before the break, Margaret, we talked about the SOS, the same old stuff that so many people are dealing with. Now we've got to get to to the wow. So what is that and how do you begin to shift from SOS to wow?
2: Wow is well on the way. And I actually use a a hashtag or a word called SWOW, which is an urban dictionary word that means like you're you're rocking it you, you know you've got it swagger and confidence and how do you get there we really start with looking at what's the situation that you are stuck in whether it's you know your career at work or you know your health or fitness whatever it is and then thinking about where would you like to be how would you like to have things be what would you like to be doing and that's the wow and we hold that as a vision and then we start to work with whatever issues you might have, maybe it's just your mindset and you don't believe, maybe it, you know in the assumptions that you make, maybe it's you can't get focused because you're always you know distracted by the next shiny object or whatever, they, that's another SOS, shiny object syndrome. <laughs> so it's really kind of looking at, kind of narrowing it down to which area would you like to play with first? And then how would you like that to look and thinking about the emotions and how you'd feel and be if you were actually in that place and that can be a motivator right there for
1: people. Well, let me tell you how I interpreted this. When I was reading up on this idea of shifting from SOS to WOW, when I when I was thinking on it and understanding the idea of well on the way, what it meant to me was, all right, hey, recognize that you are never going to achieve perfection. You are never actually going to arrive there. Whatever you have defined as making it and saying i have reached the pinnacle and i'm done i have nothing Mm -hmm. i have nothing else to succeed what what i read from this was when you are well on the way that in of itself is a victory that in of itself Mm -hmm. is exciting and success and makes life interesting and worth living and makes you want to get up each day to kind of keep on down that path and i i think my understanding of it is the way I'm reading this and interpreting it was, Hey, striving for this idea of perfection, that is actually the cool thing. And and working on that and trying things and experimenting with things and having fun on the journey and the, the, the joy is in the, is in the ride, not the actual destination. and, and 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 it goes back to our earlier comment that this is a this is a, a long term lifelong kind of a quest. I mean, this is always something you need to be working on. Am I on the right path there? I mean, is, I'm sure there's different ways you can you can think about this, and that's the whole point. But is is my interpretation a, a way to think about this?
2: Uh, definitely, I thought that was beautiful, <laughs> and it really is. We're never done. We're just on our way and feeling good on that journey, as opposed to being frustrated in that journey and trying different things so we get ourselves out of that frustration. So I thought you described it beautifully.
1: Well, good, well, then I'm on the right path. Are there other ways to, I mean, I'm sure that other people have different, have had different ways of, of ingesting that and, and processing it in a way that was meaningful. I mean, any other thoughts, and and, and how have other people kind of processed this this concept?
2: Well some kind of look at their whole life altogether and feel like a necessity that it all has to be perfect sometimes. And I try to work with them and help them understand that it doesn't have to be a 10. It just has to be, you know, if you're uncomfortable or unhappy, they just a little bit better than that is going to make you feel good in that area and then you can go play with something else. So I think there is. I think we have been kind of trained that, you know, this perfection, this 10, and we have to have this so much and we have to have all this and all that. And I think there's a lot of work, study, presentation, uh, information out there now about balancing things, but it really is never really balanced. It's, okay, these aren't falling apart right now, but I'm focusing on this. So it's never, uh, you know, we're spinning all these plates but some of them might be falling off of the stick and that's okay as long as we're feeling good about how we're progressing
1: well it's okay and put it back on the stick i mean that's mm-hmm. the, see i think the, the plate falls off and we say ah oh, we failed it's done i'm a, i'm going to sit home and eat bonbons and watch tv instead of trying to put the plate back up right well that's what we do and we think it's hopeless and that oh it's too competitive out there and and society you know they don't want to see me fail and all that well society's not really even paying attention we think they are. We think everyone's studying us uh, to this minute detail and that they're they're looking and observing every move we make. When most people are dealing with their own foibles, their own troubles, their own struggles, they do not not even paying attention to you. Meanwhile, you're investing all your energy worrying about what everyone says when really no one's paying attention. When you ought to be, this is your life, and this is your short life, and you ought to be. I always look at, uh, there's a story I, I always tell about Chris Everett, the, t- the tennis champion, that, that when she mm-hmm. won Wimbledon, she... When she first won it, she was ecstatic. Hey, who wouldn't be? You win a major tennis championship. And and she realized later that that she enjoyed that victory for a couple of hours. And then Mm. she shifted to an idea saying, you know what I'm really treasuring now is the work I did to get there. That's what I'm Mm -hmm. actually – now that I'm really – you know, the crowd has stopped cheering and everyone's gone home and I got the you know the trophy mounted on the wall and all that. What I'm what I'm really treasuring is the is the idea of what I did to get there. Mm-hmm. And that is what always inspires champions like her, not just in sports, but in business and in life and in this and in that. To, to get on and start training and working towards the next one. I mean that, that, that's mm-hmm. and that's is that another way to kind of think about this idea of, hey, this is ongoing and and that's part of the joy of this thing is is just continuing to just play the game and be in the arena?
2: Yes, and that's uh, one of the things I touch on in the book is celebration to stop and pay attention to where you are, you yeah. know, and look at where you are and what you've done and enjoy that and celebrate that. And as a coach, a lot of times that's what we have to encourage our clients to do because I've worked with, you know, different people and, and some executives especially. And I remember one that was just like, he wasn't going to be happy till he got to this certain level. And it was like, stop and look where you are and what you've done and appreciate all that. So. Yes definitely that's it's okay to point. celebrate
1: the small victories I mean that I mean that's the that's I think that sums up what we what we've been talking about in this whole broadcast <laughs> is yeah, there's a there's there's a million steps between where you are now and where you think you want to be and you want to celebrate and enjoy and and treasure each and every one of those steps yes
2: mhm definitely. and as you were talking about, people aren't really paying attention to us, they're looking at us and we think they are. It brought up, I also teach indoor cycle and yoga, and I always have clients that are worried about other people looking at they're not doing very well. I go, are you kidding? Those people are in yoga. They're trying to stand up themselves and balance or in cycle. They're exhausted and working so hard, they're not paying attention to anybody else. But I think we, we worry about that and focus on that so many times, and it's really about us and our journey, and everybody else is on their own so let 's go with that and flow,
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Hey, look uh, you and I have uh, let me rephrase i have uh, this has been an enthralling conversation, and I have been going down a, a kind of a path that, that that kind of moved me when I was thinking about this whole idea of from s o s to wow. Any other uh, elements of the book or any other parts of it that y- you want to take a second and kind of tell us about that you think uh, the audience would, would like to hear about or would benefit from? I don't want to just completely dictate the theme of this conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's al- o- other elements of this great book that you want to share with us.
2: Well, there's really three things that I think are are key in it. Is In order for us to move ahead, we've really got to look at our mindset and bust some of the assumptions about what is possible and then we can open up our creative mind and then get courageous and the little story that I love to share with people is it's called the bumblebee theory and it's basically that this round roly-poly insect has such tiny wings it shouldn't be able to fly but nobody told it it couldn't so it does You know, but I'm an engineer, you know, with with vortices and rate of flapping wings and all that, you know that it aerodynamically can. But I just love that story that a lot of times you know, we forget that, that we have all these possibilities, but we take what other people, oh, you'll never be able to do that, oh, you're not this, and we tell ourselves that, too. So I just encourage people to kind of pay attention to what stories they're telling themselves and what they're hearing from other people, and to, you'll see so many times, you know, that I ignored this and that, and, you know, famous people, you know, didn't like famous basketball stars got kicked off basketball teams or whatever, but they they pushed through and were persistent and made it, so... I think the main point I'd really like to leave people with is be more like the bumblebee and stay open to possibilities. And I think if you can even just be aware of that mindset, that it'll really help you move on that journey from SOS to wow.
1: Yeah, that's outstanding stuff. I mean, there's a message in your own personal story. This, I mean, you just mentioned it, but you are a, man, a mechanical engineer by training. And yes. yet you just put out a book on this idea of this personal growth and personal development and, and from SOS to wow. And, and, and you would not think a mechanical engineer would write a book like that. And that's the whole point that you, you may, maybe, and i'm sure that you to this day benefit from that education and training and there's things from that education and learning that you apply to your life and i'm sure that you do that every single day but but you're not you're not stuck in that rut you you mm-hmm. you, you benefit from the lessons and the learning but and you apply them every day but but you can do you can shift you you can adjust you can mm-hmm. make a course correction and still be satisfied and, and happy. And, and, I, and again, it goes back to the idea that that when you're on your deathbed, you're gonna you're gonna treasure the journey that you took, not not the trophies you won along the way, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Definitely. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, I feel like I completely dominated this conversation, but it was <laughs> a really cool conversation, and I think uh, I know that I'm certainly energized by it. So I'm hoping that those listening are as well, Margaret. Before I let you go. Should anyone have any questions of you? How do they contact you? Where do they learn about the work that you're doing at Ideal Training? And most importantly, where do they get their hands on a copy of From SOS to Wow?
2: Well, they can connect with me through my website. It's Ideas and Beyond, and that is all spelled out like I-D-E-A-S-A-N-D-B-E-Y-O-N-D.com. And my book is available on Amazon and also through me through my website.
1: All right, Margaret Johnson, the president of Ideal Training and the author of the new book, From SOS to Wow, Your Personal Coaching Adventure. Margaret, it was great fun having you. Thanks again for stopping by and joining us.
2: Thank you so much, Todd.
1: All right, all the time we have for today. Again, on behalf of my guest, Margaret Johnson, I am Todd Schneck. We'll see you soon on Intrepid Business. Thank you for listening to Intrepid Media. We appreciate your attention. To receive everything we do, simply go to IntrepidMailingList.com. That's IntrepidMailingList.com and sign up. You can also find us at Intrepid.media and on iTunes. And to support the important work we do on your behalf, a rating and review on iTunes will help spread our work far and wide. Again, we certainly appreciate your support. Now get out there, be intrepid, and we'll see you next time.